The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome to the show, everyone. I hope that you're having a beautiful week. For those of you who celebrated the 4th of July, I hope that it was safe and fun and meaningful to you. Something we're focused on this month is fun. I think when we get into the summer time frame, when we get into July, we're trying to learn how to have fun again. It's suddenly summer break and we're doing some of those trips and vacations perhaps we've been waiting all year for and we're stretching our wings and really bringing that fun energy back into our lives, taking some breaks, taking some deep breaths, doing more walks than perhaps we're doing in our daily life. So today, what I wanted us to do, and actually this whole month, is learn things that we can apply in our life ongoing to bring that fun energy back into our life, not just during the summer. We can actually do it all the time. (laughs) So we're going to share tips and ideas and wisdom on how to bring that into your life on a daily basis. I have two amazing guests that are experts in both bringing that fun energy into your life and into your body, as well as bringing support and balance back into our life because I think that's something else we can sometimes miss is how to remember to take care of ourselves too. I think we're very good at taking care of everybody else, crossing that off our list, making sure it gets done, and sometimes we'll put ourselves last and we don't always get to the bottom of the list. So I hope today you're going to lean in, get some great tips and advice, and have fun. I want you to smile and enjoy today too. So let's take a deep breath together as you lean in to learning about fun, dance, self-care, and support, all wrapped into one amazing show. (laughs) I was listening to a call this morning where they were talking about happiness, and I use the phrase joy as well, but that happiness was a choice, and it had to be followed up by action. So it's making a, a decision and that, that profound level in our mindset area that we're going to be a certain way or live in a certain way. And then we need to have some actions to follow up our decision, our commitment, our preparation that we've done with our inner work. And where I find people sometimes fall down, and this just isn't just in the happiness category. But in life, sometimes if you're a doer, I'm a doer. I like to put things on my list, cross them off, add some more. It's fun for me. I'll go right into action and doing. 
And then later, I'll eventually remember to get to the mindset stuff (laughs) and pause and listen. And so one of the greatest gifts for me has been learning to pause, breathe and listen and, and really see if I want to move in this direction, what it is I want, because the action part's very easy for me. But I find sometimes people who are not as action-oriented, but they really can focus on the mindset and then wait for it to come and get frustrated if it doesn't. So the action piece is important too. So the secret sauce I have learned is bringing the practical and profound together. So today, I want you to really lean in and listen to the practical and the profound And I learned it actually starts with the profound. This is what I want more of in my life. This is where I want to go. And then the practical is really leaning in, figuring out the steps and taking action to bring that into your life. But the choice and the mindset comes first. So breathe that in. And I actually want you just to sit with this a little bit and really see what it is that you need today. It's not an accident that you were drawn to the show, that you're leaning into it, that you're on the call right now or on the site right now. And I really want to honor that. So let's take a moment to really prepare ourselves to receive and we'll take a moment to listen. (laughs) So for those of you who are driving, please stay safe, hands on the wheel, eyes open and alert. Those of you who are able to, I encourage you to put both feet on the ground, kind of ground yourself, center yourself, take a deep breath, kind of releasing everything that's been pent up inside of you, and put one hand on your heart, one hand on your head, go ahead and close your eyes. Let's take a deep breath in. And as we breathe out, we're opening our ears, our eyes, figuratively, (laughs) to be able to truly see, hearts to receive, and ears to truly hear. Because there's a reason you've joined us today. And I want that reason fulfilled. I want to help it come forward in your life, whatever it is that you need. And that's what we're here to do today, to serve and support you. One more breath and ask self, what is it that you need today? What is it that will support you to have more fun or happiness or joy in your life, dance or movement? self-care, support, what is it that you need today? And listen, feel the response. Be aware that sometimes it can be a picture, it can be a memory, it can be a thought, an idea, a feeling. Whatever it is that you're given I encourage you to come back in the room once you've received it and to mark it down. Keep it top of mind, whatever it is that you need to serve and support you. 
let's capture that and be on the lookout for it. It's so much easier to find exactly what you need if you know what you're looking for. So on a practical and profound level, let's capture that information. Wonderful. One more deep breath. And Christina, one of my amazing guests, I didn't know if you had something laid upon your heart to share with us today. I felt two things. Mm -hmm. I felt connection, like real deep, authentic connection, which to me is so much fun. And also service. I love feeling important and being of service to people. Beautiful. So deep, authentic connection and service. Beautiful. Thank you. Sarah, how about you? Did you have something laid upon your heart? You know, the thing that occurs to me is the everyday and in, in finding mm-hmm. joy in everyday moments, not having to go someplace else for finding joy. And I think that's a powerful thing that, that we can all find that and put ourselves on our own lists. On the top of the list. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. I'm adding into your share. (laughs) But I love that. The everyday habit. I mean, just think about it. If we made the habit, like we decide to live our life in the joy zone, building it in every day at the top of our list, and then adding in what you shared, Christina, with deep, authentic connection. My goodness, that is a space that I would love to be day in and day out. And I was thinking what came to my heart, it's something I actually shared at the end of last show, but it really came back to my heart to share again, and it actually makes me smile. And I think we forget to play sometimes in our life. And I've observed in in one of my cats, her name is Nina, so if you were listening to our last show at the very end, you heard me share a little bit about this, but she makes an entrance everywhere she goes. She comes into her room and it's like, ta-da! And she just waits for you to see her and notice her. And then she goes about her business. And if you don't, she comes closer and does it again and poses, waiting for you to see her. And none of my other cats do this. It's, a, it's Nina does this. And I really think it's fun. And so I decided to experiment on my husband with this. And so I would come down the stairs and my office is upstairs and he's home or relaxing or whatever. And I'll come in and I'll go, ta-da! And I'll stand there waiting for him to see me. <laughs> <laughs> And the expression at first was a little bit, not that he's shocked because he gets to be an experiment a lot, but amused and surprised that this is how I decided to express myself today. And he really um, started cracking up and then I would play it up because if you laugh, if any of you are like me in this, that just encourages you. So then I I did a little turn, check me out, I'm so cute. And then I would go away and I just do it periodically once in a while. And it always made me smile and laugh, lifted my spirit and day. So every once in a while, I'll even do it in the mirror when I get up in the morning. Ta-da, I've arrived. Like, today is the day. I'm so excited. And it shifts all the energy in just a moment for me. And I approach the day a little bit differently. And what I've learned lately is it's actually contagious. Because now my husband will turn the tables. (laughs) And every once in a while, he will come in and do his own ta-da. And if I don't notice him, he will do it again and do the little turn showing me what I have missed. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I invite all of you to take that, the ta-da moments <laughs> that you can bring into your life that can really serve and support you and really see what is it that you need to help you live in that joy, to live in that happiness, whatever it is, to live in a way that you feel supported, like you're at the top of the list. I know that we paused together and you listened and you captured that information, but I want to invite you to lean in just a little bit more again and see if any of our shares have sparked something that you can capture as well, because today is for you. This is your show and we are here to really bring a spark into your life, encouragement, empowerment, and equip you for all that life has to offer. <laughs> and with that, my amazing guests, I didn't know if you had one more piece of wisdom in like 20 seconds that you could share. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say that it's, it's all about the small things, about finding the little things, the, the little differences you can make. I love that. The small things, little steps we can take every day. And Christy, <laughs> so did you have one last piece of advice to share? Yeah, I love whole connection. So connection with spirit, body, self, and with others. Perfect. Full connection, body, spirit, and with others. Love it. Well, we are getting ready to go to our first commercial break. So everyone, I want you to lean in apply these additional pieces of information we've shared with you and take a moment to really see what it is you need to serve and support you today. And when we come back, we will be starting our first expert interview. You won't want to miss. <laughs> so we look forward to talking to you in just a moment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you struggling with changing or re-entering your career? Terry Hockett, CEO of What's for Work and Transitional Career Strategist, works with her clients to craft their personal brand, gain clarity, and create career opportunities. Terry helps her clients discover and stand in their value and learn the tools and techniques needed to successfully navigate today's changing job market. Start today with your free membership. Step powerfully into the career of your dreams. Join Terry at whatsforwork.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. 
That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed your commercial break. You got an opportunity to sit and be still and listen and see what it is that you need to bring into your life that you are looking for so that you can move forward with fun and support and vibrancy in your life. So excited to have you back and excited to introduce my next amazing guest. Her name is Christina Marlette. And she believes, I love this in in your bio, she believes the human body is made to move. And movement in all, and she incorporates movement into all types of learning. She has a bachelor's, and I'm hoping I pronounced this correctly, Christina, (laughs) in kinesiology. Kinesiology, thank you. I can with support. (laughs) Thank you. And let's see. Oh, and education from the University of Calgary that you also believe that the movement should be meaningful and you try to incorporate meaningful movement in all that you do. And you believe and want to support people in being the best versions of themselves. And I love that phrase. I think that's really powerful and really beautiful. And you are the founder and creator of your company or business called Ugly Dance Awkward. It's Ugly Dance Awkward. Dance Ugly Dance Awkward. Oh, Thank you. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) Ugly, dance, awkward. There we go. I skipped a word. So thank you for that that clarification. So it is my deep honor and privilege, all the way from Calgary, correct? Yes. To introduce Christina Marlette. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I'm really grateful to be here. Very excited to have you. Can you share a little bit about why this work that you do is so important to you? Why dance ugly, dance awkward, and movement? Why is that personally so important to you? I was thinking about that this morning, and James Brown has the perfect quote for it. He said, the one thing that can solve most of our problems is dancing. Mm. And that is not flippant at all. It is the ultimate truth. And I think the power of dance is untapped, especially in our busy Western world. And if you think about it, our body is our house for our soul. And our soul is joyful, like you were talking about joy before. And if we really want to experience that joy, we need to add some mindful movement to it. Sitting and being happy just doesn't have the same flavor as moving around and incorporating music and really tuning into your body. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm just smiling as you're sharing (laughs) because I had the opportunity yesterday to work with um, a director and an actress because she's teaching me how to bring in some acting tools into my speaking. And a lot of what she teaches is embodying different things and bringing it forward now. And there was a lot of play and fun trying to get into the body and the movement. And I left smiling and we spent all day working on this. It was intense, but I had a lift just with the movement and the laughing and learning something new. I really, really enjoyed it. So thank you for for sharing that. I absolutely agree that, you know, joy in the body sitting doesn't feel the same as moving. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so this may be something you've touched on a little bit in our previous conversations, but I'd love to get your additional insight on this. How do you personally bring fun energy into your life? What do you do on a regular basis, kind of like Sarah was talking, those day-to-day activities that help you stay in that place of joy and fun and support? I love to start my day with movement. Mm -hmm. And although Dance Ugly, Dance Awkward is my business and dance is a huge part of my life, I certainly do have to make it a priority. Otherwise, I'll go through a whole day without feeling that joy and moving in my body in the way that it wants to move. So I do it first thing. Mm. And I've made that part of my routine. And although I've rebelled against routine, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I found that if I put that first and I put on some music and I just move, wow, it just really affects the rest of my day. And so I set myself up for success. I have the music ready on my iPhone and I have a spot in the house where I go to do that. And as soon as I've dropped my kids off at school, that's what I do. Mm, Beautiful. I love that. And I like how you have been able to match together the, the re- setting yourself up for success, a consistent pattern that supports you but doesn't stifle you. Right. <laughs> so, beautiful. Good, good. <laughs> and then your business, we've, we've mentioned a couple of times, Dance Ugly, Dance Awkward. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Uh, it stems from... Um, having been a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist for much of my life, uh, I grew up dancing and it was a, in a structured environment. And so perfection was demanded. And it wasn't until my adult life when I realized, oh, it's not about how it looks. It's not about how my body looks. It's not the reflection in the mirror that I'm seeing. It's about what feels good. And getting into the movement, dance didn't bring me a whole lot of joy until just a few years ago when I learned that structured dance wasn't the only way to do it. Dance is not just an art form. I believe it's an essential human experience. Mm -hmm. And each person brings their own way of dancing. So the name of my business is meant to be a permission slip for people. It doesn't matter what you look like, especially when you close your eyes and you just tune in to connecting with the music and connecting with your body. Our bodies are a direct link to spirit. And I believe that mindful movement is the way to unlock that and let it wash all over you. Mm. Thank you. I'm just sitting here in a moment (laughs) in what you shared that it's an essential part of the human experience, movement, and dance. And I love that you have named your business as a permission slip (laughs) for all of us to dance. It's not about how it looks, but the connection. And we're all designed differently in that. And then it gives us permission to really use it as a direct link to spirit. So really, really powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. So how can dance help people have more fun? Well, I was thinking when you were talking about fun, and I think a lot of people for a long time myself haven't lost the connection with fun, like what really is fun. And a lot of what goes on in just everyday lives is superficial fun, like you think it's going to be fun, but then it doesn't, it leaves an emptiness. Mm -hmm. And to me, what's really fun is... I think asking that question, like you have to find out for yourself. For me, like I said before, 
connection in all those four different ways to spirit, to people, to myself, to my body, and to others, that is fun to me. And I, I think people have to go on a bit of a journey, some excavation, and experiment what actually is fun. But if, while well, you look at dance, it activates so many different parts of your brain. It connects you with the music that, well, to me, of course, that's fun. But like I said, <laughs> for a long time, it, it wasn't about fun. It was about perfection and getting things right. And so the, uh, the key, I think, in movement is for it to be unstructured, like just letting your body move how it wants to move. It has so many messages for us. And what I love to help people do is learn how to listen to those messages. And then those aha moments, oh, those are fun to me. Ugh, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you. And I've had the opportunity to be in Christina's presence. <laughs> and, and she just has this warm um, energy that radiates from her that you feel safe and warm and supported and you can just smile and you want her to stay around <laughs> so she just has this beautiful energy she emanates and shares very very freely and beautifully and when she leads the dance exercises or movement exercises you're pulled in and it's interesting as much as I love to dance I don't tend to do it in at events or in those types of venues and Christine and when you took the stage, I got pulled in and was joyful. I loved it every time. <laughs> so um, I found it really, really powerful and wonderful. And I'm actually excited to have you joining us in September at our Money Summit when you're going to be supporting all of us with movement, especially mm -hmm. and release and celebration around money. So very excited. Me too. And I know that you have an amazing gift you've put together for us. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yes, I'm sharing my ebook. So dance doesn't translate all that well to the pages, but <laughs> <laughs> I've created an ebook that's actually an experience. So it's called How to Dance Ugly and Other Unusual Ways to Help You Feel Happier. Very intriguing. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So make sure that you lean in. And at the end of the show, I will let you know how to access her amazing gift and the gift that Sarah is going to be sharing with us as well. And I just have one more question I have to ask, or sure. I choose to ask. I guess I don't have to. I choose to ask because <laughs> there's choice. What about the people who feel like they can't dance or they don't dance? What would you suggest for them or how would you respond to that? Well, when that happens, there's always something underlying. So your relationship with dance, whether you have one or don't think you have one, it says so much about how you're living other parts of your life. There's a block. There's a lack of freedom. And so digging in a little deeper and figuring out why that is can be a wonderful gateway to bringing in more fun and joy into your life. Beautiful. I love that because I... For those of you who don't know that, I don't like my people being stuck. <laughs> I do not like that. And so I think it's really valuable if we discover we do have a block to lean in because there's something amazing just on the other side. But sometimes we need to go around it or have a little support. Um, so it's good to know if we're bumping up against those so that we're not 
letting them in automatic, in a sense, kind of dictate our lives, but really being aware. And then I think it's lovely that we can move through or dance around (laughs) that particular block to release it. So thank you so much, Christina, for sharing. I really appreciate it. And I'm excited about your free gift. I love to see how dance translates to to paper. (laughs) So that'll be fun to check out. So with that, all of my listeners, I want you to actually take a movement break or a dance break as we lean into our commercial break. Make sure to stand up, move around, but come back because we've got more exciting stuff waiting just on the other side of this commercial break. Talk to you in just a moment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you struggling with changing or re-entering your career? Terry Hockett, CEO of What's for Work and Transitional Career Strategist, works with her clients to craft their personal brand, gain clarity, and create career opportunities. Terry helps her clients discover and stand in their value and learn the tools and techniques needed to successfully navigate today's changing job market. Start today with your free membership. Step powerfully into the career of your dreams. Join Terry at whatsforwork.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. You do have to come back. I know you probably had fun with all that movement. (laughs) Christina shared she was off moving right away. (laughs) Moved right into it, (laughs) which is wonderful. And I did get to stand and move a little bit. And it's amazing how energizing that can be. Just taking a minute, two-minute or three-minute dance breaks in our life. Or if you don't like the term dance, movement breaks. (laughs) Something that um, feels good to you and your body to move around can make such a difference. But we also wanted to look carefully at support as well, because I feel like there's a choice we can make about bringing joy and happiness in our life and building those daily habits, as Sarah shared earlier. Actually, both Sarah and 
Christina shared that, but really building those habits into our life. And I also think it's equally important that we build and support, that we are setting ourselves up for success. What is it that we need to bring into our life so that we're able to serve from the overflow, not from a place of depletion, which is what happens if we keep putting ourselves at the bottom of the list that we don't ever always get to rather than the top. And so our next guest is the caregiver of caregivers. She has an amazing gift to really support people and help them recognize when they need support and practical ways to bring that into their life. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Sarah Calhoun. She has she's an M is an MPH. Yes. Okay. A speaker. Um, I'm going to tell you what that is. I would love that. (laughs) Yes, Uh, It's a master's degree in public health. Great. She has a master's degree in public health. (laughs) Thank you. And and I was putting it down later that in healthcare, is it the same master's degree? So a master's degree in public health? Yeah, there's, yeah, it's equivalent. Yeah. Okay, good. I just want to honor what you have and share it appropriately and effectively. You are a speaker, a caregiver coach, trainer, writer, and have a huge extensive background in research and training. And you have over 20 years experience with caregivers and they are, you are the person they turn to for support. So I officially welcome you to the show. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Rebecca. I'm so happy to be here today. Very glad to have you. Now, can you share why, just personally, why supporting caregivers is so important to you? Well, I've been on a lot of caregiving journeys in my own life, and it was just something that, you know, just kind of seemed to be in my nature from early on. And when I was on a journey with other people, it was natural for me to support those caregivers in that process as well. And at some point in the process, I looked around myself and I thought, you know, I have a lot of experience here that could benefit other people. All Mm -hmm. the things I wish someone had told me, you know, I could be that someone who told people those things. You know, the difference it made to me, the knowledge that I accumulated along the way, and the thing that I noticed was we eventually get prepared for the last thing that has happened, but we really aren't ready for the next thing. Mm. We don't even know what that thing is yet, and we we don't want to know it. And that's where I can help people with those next things, with being prepared and proactive rather than always feeling behind and sort of bewildered. Thank you. I think that's really, really important because I find so many people slip into caregiving um, in, in a way where they don't even quite recognize it. And then when they finally look up and, oh, my goodness, I'm caregiving um, they don't have a plan necessarily or they don't feel prepared and they don't quite know what to do so can I ask you a question that's that's off the script just because I know you and I've had side conversations about this before sure how does someone know they're a caregiver and perhaps need some support well if you find that you have someone in your life who is who is themselves um needing support from you and you're finding that that you're kind of balanced in between your life and that person's life, that's a point at which to begin to recognize that you are actually doing caregiving. You're not just kind of filling in once in a while. You know, caregiving occurs even when we have someone in our lives who is 
being cared for elsewhere. Like, you know, your parents are a long ways away, but you call them regularly, and you're kind of their advocate. If you're someone's advocate, then you're a caregiver, and you need support in that process. Thank you. And I'm just asking that because I've had a lot of conversations actually lately with friends and and colleagues and clients that they're getting the calls, they're feeling pulled between two different worlds, and they didn't see themselves as a caregiver for a while, months into it. And then they were feeling a bit of the wear and tear of it and weren't sure how to balance it and how to get support. So I appreciate you kind of giving us a way, an indicator, how we know (laughs) that yes, you are a caregiver and therefore need support as well. Now, that's a very common problem with caregivers, actually, that they don't identify themselves. I find I get more referrals from somebody close to them who says, my sister or my mother or, you know, my brother, they are the ones that need your help. You know, the caregiver themselves doesn't really identify it always. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And that's just a good thing to recognize and realize that, and this is probably a frequent thing we see in other areas. We can see it very, very clearly in everyone else around us. (laughs) But sometimes it's hard to see within ourselves. So I love having an an indicator, something that we can kind of run through ourselves to see, yes, oh my goodness, I am this. Now can I can I get some support in this? So can I ask you a question about yourself? Because you're a caregiver of caregivers. What is it that you do to bring fun or support in your life? And is there something in that that we could start applying to our lives? You know, the the main thing about bringing fun into your life when you're doing caregiving is is that it helps reduce the emotional burden of caregiving. You know, yeah. it's really easy to f- focus on the physical needs of the person you're caring for, but each of those tasks that you do has an emotional cost as well, and we're not so adept at recognizing when our emotional bank accounts are depleted, and then we have yeah. lots of consequences from that. So yeah. I find that it's different for a lot of people. You know, each person is different for for me journaling really helped to to be able to kind of deposit those emotional burdens somewhere and then to to just laugh at the at the at the absurdity of various situations that I was in you know letting go of the big picture sometimes and just being immersed in the moment there's a lot of joy that you can find in caregiving as long as you kind of can observe what's really happening in front of you and not worrying about the next 10 things that you have to do beautiful thank you I appreciate you sharing that. So what would you say is one of the main, now that we have a way to identify caregivers, we have some tools to kind of give them support. What is one of the main problems or challenges that you see caregivers have and experience? Well, identifying themselves, like I said, and the emotional Mm -hmm. burden of caregiving. But I think in the the long run, the, the thing that's hardest for caregivers is they're fundamentally people who don't give up, you know, who stick with mm-hmm. it and who make the best of any situation. And not all caregiving situations are ones where the inevitable endpoint of it is death, but a lot of them are. And for caregivers to identify, when is that time? You know, when it's time to start allowing that process to happen, to, to let the person complete their journey. If, if the person you're taking care of is aware and can help with giving feedback and making those those situations clear that's helpful but if you're making the decision for somebody 
you know, and a crisis comes along, it looks just like any other crisis that has come along that it was your job to to fight through. And that's when it becomes essential to have built up a medical team that you trust and to have support around you to be able to reflect on what's really going on here and what's the bigger picture. Beautiful. And I'm going to stop you there for a moment. I appreciate what you just said, because to me, it's illustrating that practical and profound. So the profound choice that's been made at some point along the way is, yes, I'm going to step in and support in this way, um, whatever way it is that you are. But I like how you're saying that, you know, there's the next crisis, the next thing, and it's hard to have a different view if you're in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And I love how you're recommending this is the practical stuff. Have a team around you. And, and I would add to this, I know you would support this, having the documents, if documents need to be signed, that give you the authority you need to make the decisions that you're being asked to make. Definitely. Let's get those practical things in place as well. Absolutely, yeah. That's an essential part of the planning that I help people with is the is making sure that all of that process is in place and with the financial planning for that process and for the, your own future planning as a caregiver. You know, you kind of think in terms of what I'm doing at the moment. You get immersed in that, and you, you have to know that your future is out there too. Yeah, thank you. And that having that balanced perspective because it can be so consuming one crisis to the next. So, it is. You. It's very consuming, yes. <laughs> Just thinking of some of my own personal experience in this, it, it is. Um, and then I know you put together an amazing gift, and I wanted to give you a moment to share a little bit about that with us today. So the gift that I have for people, I have three gifts, actually. Uh-huh. It's a series of... <laughs> <laughs> A series of documents that will help you to be, you know, to identify in a comprehensive way what you're doing, what other people are doing, what still needs to be addressed. It helps you to identify, helps caregivers to identify where they want to go, what self-care activities they're doing, what they worry about, what they'd like to do for themselves. And my consulting work with caregivers, we go in depth into this process, but people have found that this shorter version of the caregiver checklist is useful itself as a beginning point to identify needs and make the best use of resources, and sometimes as a way to focus discussions of family dynamics as well. And there's a medical visits forum for keeping track of what your questions are at a medical visit and what the answers are, and and also a self-care list. That These are very simple things. You know, everyone has the technology for these forms. It's not like a big, tricky thing. But they, they're very easy to use, and you can uh, really move forward with what needs to get done. Wonderful. Thank you. And I was just going to comment on that, that you you said it wasn't a a difficult technology thing, but it's such a huge gift to have something in a simplified format like that, that we can use in a practical way that we're not having to recreate something or try to figure it out, especially if we're in the middle of that pull between two different worlds as a caregiver. So I just want to thank you so much for making that available to us. Well, you're welcome, Rebecca. Happy to do it. Great. And then, listeners, I want you to just pause for a moment and ask yourself that quick question. Are you feeling that pull between the two different worlds? I just want to give you a moment to perhaps see if you are a caregiver. Because we have some tools right here today that can help support you and re-energize you. Great. 
And with that, we are getting ready to go to our next commercial break. I encourage you to move around a little bit. Um, If you haven't taken a moment to pause and ask that question, do so. And when we come back, it will be the exciting conclusion to our show. And I will let you know how to access those amazing gifts. We'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you struggling with changing or re-entering your career? Terry Hockett, CEO of What's for Work and Transitional Career Strategist, works with her clients to craft their personal brand, gain clarity, and create career opportunities. Terry helps her clients discover and stand in their value and learn the tools and techniques needed to successfully navigate today's changing job market. Start today with your free membership. Step powerfully into the career of your dreams. Join Terry at whatsforwork.com. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed that break, that you got to move around a little bit, but that you are coming back and listening (laughs) to our closing segment. And one of the things that I promised you throughout the show is that I would let you know how to access these amazing gifts. So we have the ebook that's got to be very dynamic if it's bringing dance (laughs) into the written form (laughs) available to you. And then the three powerful gifts in one that Sarah has made available to you. So here's how you access these gifts. You simply go to the website, Radio Gifts, and it's plural because there's multiple gifts. So radiogifts.net. You put your name and your email address down so that we can stay in touch with you and the world of gifts (laughs) will open up. And then you can simply click on the ones that are of the highest level of service to you that resonate with you. You will see some there from me as well. So just scan through, say yes. This is where you get to take some of those practical steps after the profound of yes, I'm willing to receive. These resonate with me. And then you take that practical step of gifts and tools to actually serve and support you. And we do this because I want you to have tools to help you take those practical steps to really have transformation come into your life and the traction that by listening to this show, 
by leaning in, by saying yes to you, you're given tools and inspiration and support to help you on your life journey. I want to equip and empower you. That's why we create this show. That's why we have these gifts. So I invite you to write down radiogifts.net to lean in and say yes. Now, I asked my my guests, and actually, we almost had a little mini dance party here during the break, but we, were, we came back very quickly <laughs> to join you for this closing segment. And I also asked if they would mind sharing just one more piece of advice or wisdom or a tip that came to their heart and mind as we went through our show together today. And they both leaned in and said yes. So I'd love to start with you, Christina, if you could share something on your heart, a lasting piece of advice or tip that you would like to share with our listeners today. I have a little story that came to mind. Sure. And I'll start it off with an analogy that I love. I feel like our body is like a music box. Mm -hmm. And to access the beauty of what's inside, you need movement. Mm. And I was at an event and I guided the participants through an exercise, a movement exercise that complemented what the facilitator was teaching. That's something I love to do is add mindful movement to what's already been taught to bring it into all the cells of the body instead of just in the brain. And anyways, uh, we did some movement and it was uh, some shaking. Mm-hmm. And the one of the participants came up to me afterwards and said, seriously, no way. Yes, what are you talking about? (laughs) She said, I've had this emotional block for years and I have done so many different things to try to get rid of it. And seriously, it's gone. In five minutes of shaking, that's all it took. I can feel it has completely left my body. I can't Mm -hmm. believe it. Mm. So that's the power of mindful movement. Thank you. I love that illustration of the music box, too, because I'm picturing um, the hand winding at you because some of them you have to wind. So there's a little bit of movement that comes in and then you have to choose to open the box (laughs) to release the beautiful music. But the in a sense, the winding can be done by anybody and the opening of the box. It doesn't take special skill or talent. It's more of a choice. And then what comes out of the music box is usually just touching and amazing. So I love that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) And then how about you, Sarah? I know that you had something powerful that you wanted to share with us as well. Well, I really encourage people to look around themselves for opportunities to do caregiving. You know, it's something that we kind of try to avoid in our mm. society, actually. But one of my um, mottos is that caregiving expands our world and our humanity. And I say that because, you know, it really brings people, brings everything down to essentials. It's a chance every day to be your best person and to live up to who you know yourself to be. And... um you know, it's not something that only humans do, but it's a way that we can participate in the web of other people who are helpful to people. And that's an amazing thing to see and to be part of. Yeah. And even if you're doing it because you have to, because you know, there's no alternative, and, and that's the case for a lot of people who are doing caregiving, even then you can choose it and find hope and peace in it. And then at the end you can say, I was present, and I noticed, and it kind of soothes your own emotional drain to know that you didn't turn away, and you were there, and that's a very powerful thing to find in yourself, 
it changes how you show up for yourself in your life and for the rest of your life as well. I like that. I like how you're bringing it to choice because I, I believe with choice comes empowerment. When we're in, in this victim, there's no one else, no one else can do it, I have to, it's a very disempowered, draining place. But when we can step into, I choose this, and even if we don't choose this, I choose to be this in it, is where you shift from the disempowered place to a place of empowerment. So I love that you're you're tapping into, into that and really celebrating caregivers as well. I think it's really important that we uh, lean into them as well. No, thank you. And I was thinking, I, I shared earlier that I was working with that um, director and actor about learning some theater skills. And we were going through some of my story. That's what we were practicing some of these skills on. And I ended up in a caregiving position for um, several months. So it wasn't years on end, but several months. It was my first experience like this. And, and it was my husband. He was in a motorcycle accident. And I, I had this, you know, I was getting drained. It was a little bit at a time as the, as the fear went away that he was going to recover and be okay. The ongoing stuff without sleep, because I didn't sleep for a while there, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> caught up to me. And I had this moment where I was looking in the mirror and I'm dabbing on with a bit of strong intention <laughs> concealer <laughs> under my eyes. Concealer, I was going to say. <laughs> the third <laughs> layer. And I just looked and I realized they're still going to be able to see. And I hadn't shared a lot of what was going on because I didn't want to keep giving updates. I didn't want to talk about it. So it was like the secret thing I was dealing with um, at home and supporting him and um, didn't share it with a lot of people. So I kept trying to like hide it. So I remember looking at the concealer, the the applicator and getting angry. (laughs) And I'm not generally an angry person. But I remember looking at it and holding it in my hand and going, this is your whole job. And you're just not even doing it. They're still going to be able to tell. And I like threw it down and I looked at myself in the mirror, face all scrunched up. I thought, wow, I have officially crossed over. I am cranky and tired. (laughs) You needed support in that moment for sure. But sometimes there's not enough concealer in the world for certain things. (laughs) Exactly. And it's one of those where it was day by day, you know, survival that it would have been so amazing to know some of those checklists and indicators before I'm getting angry at the concealer. (laughs) (laughs) That I could have had support, that I could have still brought in that Tada energy, and that would have helped me even more. But what I will say, when I threw down the applicator, I actually was able to laugh at that moment (laughs) because... I recognized how absurd I was being, so I could find some humor in it <laughs> at that moment. And well, I thought, good. I, I need a break. And I went and I sat down for a couple minutes and I breathed. And it recentered me, and then I was able to move forward with a little, a little less cranky <laughs> going forward in that day. That's a great story. <laughs> so that may be another indicator out there if you find that you're getting angry at your concealer. Over yeah. something that that's another indicator. And in just a minute, two minutes, three minutes, you can get that support. You can lean into these gifts and you can shift the energy just by make, bringing that awareness and choice and stand up and do a little bit of movement or some deep breathing or find something to laugh or do a ta-da, you know, the rings under your eyes and all <laughs> that you are beautifully and wonderfully made just as you are absolutely loved and needed made on purpose and for a purpose and you make a huge difference 
by being you in the world. The world is a brighter place. The more of you that you are willing to share and bring forward. So make sure to have the support you need. Make sure to put yourself at the top of the list, not the bottom, and really bring in some joy and happiness to give you that spark in your life. And wherever you go, whatever you do, may you always, always bloom where you're planted and shine. We look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider, next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a beautiful week, and may you always bloom where you're planted and shine.